You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and we are here in the lovely podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan, with our faithful producer and co-host, Will. Hey. And our guest host for the day, Matchstick Cosplay. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been so long. It has been so long. It's been like two minutes. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we are joined on the phone today by the... uh, Mega talented and uh, fabulous, a uh, chaotic neutral cosplay, Cullen. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I'm pleased to be here. So, uh, could you tell us how you got how you came up with the name chaotic neutral cosplay? Ah, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I. Remember when I started cosplay, I wasn't really doing like a page or anything like that. I was just kind of cosplaying and, uh, I, you know, fiddled around, did some cons and I'm like, Hey, I kind of want to do this a little more seriously and start a page. And, uh, I, I ran around with a couple different names and I was like, what do you think about this name? What do you think about this name? And, um, chaotic neutral has always kind of been my alignment for like, uh, role-playing games and stuff. D&D, that sort of thing. Um, and I was just like, hey, this suits a lot of the characters that I do. This suits me. Uh, it's kind of catchy because the people that know it are like, oh, hey, chaotic neutral. Um, other people are like, what in the world is this? Uh, so it makes an interesting conversation starter. But um, I kind of ran with it, and uh, I like it. So. No, it, and it absolutely suits you. Hundred percent. It's. I think that's good. No, it's no, it's great. You're, um, you have a really eclectic variety. I think of cosplays, um, and different kinds of builds, and it's you're you're one of the really refreshing, most refreshing cosplayers I think in in the Michigan area. So thank you. Yeah, um, and it's it's always. You always keep everybody guessing of what's coming next. So that's, it's absolutely suits you. Um, so what, how did you get started in cosplay to begin with? Uh, I started, oh, years ago, probably about, oh, 10, 12 years ago, um, actually doing Renaissance fairs. And, uh, I really enjoyed like the costuming for that. And, um, being able to be involved with that. Um, what I didn't like with that is everybody's so strict on what you can do within the confines of the costuming for that. And then one of my friends was like, hey, you got to come with me to actually Yomacon was my first convention. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing. People actually dress up like comic book characters and <laughs> anime characters. I got to get into this. Um, and I did. And I, I really enjoy it because you have the more freedom to kind of adapt uh, your character as you see it or uh, do it, you know, screen accurate or however you feel like it. And there's a much more wide variety of what you can do. You know, you can do video game characters, you can do uh, TV shows, you can do, you know, I just did, um, we just did like Shakespeare cosplays um, from Hamlet. And uh, you can do kind of whatever you want. And I really enjoy that part of it. Wow. Yeah. I'm just looking at your, your Hamlet 
right now. And that is so, that's the coolest thing. I have not seen a Shakespeare cosplay, I don't think, in at least a very that, long that is time. That's the feedback that I'm getting. And everybody's oh. like, I don't want to do a Shakespeare group now. And I'm like, oh. help, I think I started a thing. Oh, it's so good. It feeds my spirit. It feeds my little theater spirit. Um, so what, uh, so, so Yomacon was your first convention. Mm-hmm. And you now looking at your Instagram page, it says Chicago, Seattle. Were you, mm-hmm. uh, did you used to be based out of like West Michigan? Um, I am right now. I am in between Chicago and uh, Grand Rapids and I okay. bounce back and forth between there. Um, and then I also do quite a few conventions out in Seattle um, with the possibility of I may be moving out there late <gasps> this year or early next year. Oh my! Just for work and stuff, so okay. Uh, kind of more that area, but I do a lot of uh, Chicago-based stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. Because I noticed you you're at a lot of cons that are on this side of the state in the Detroit area, but mm-hmm. and so I assumed that you were um, relatively local. And then the more I the more I got to know you, I saw oh yeah, you're actually West Michigan. But that's yeah, that's I, awesome. I do a lot of traveling. <laughs> yeah, you do, man. It's so. it's admirable. Um, so what um, what is your favorite part of putting together a cosplay? For me, it is definitely like. Actually, I don't even know if I can say definitely. I think I enjoy <laughs> all of it. Um, I really enjoy like the research part. The uh, you know, okay, this is the character I want to do. I got to find all these different screenshots, references. I got to figure out, you know, how to make this. And then I got to research the fabrics and figure out, you know, how do I want to design this? It's going to fit me. Um, you know, how do I, what kind of fabrics, what kind of textures do I want on this? Um, I'm really enjoying that part. Um, I really enjoy the building part. The more challenging a costume is, the more like I scream at it, but also the more I love it in the end. So, um, <laughs> I enjoy that part. And then I also really enjoy like the final product of being able to put something on and wear it and be like, I made this and I did the makeup and I put it all together and it actually looks like a thing. And now I can go out and be a nerd with my friends and do photo shoots and hang out and meet other cool people. So, uh, would you say that's your favorite part of the convention experience? Uh, absolutely. Like for me, my favorite part is definitely meeting people, uh, making new friends and connecting with other people. Uh, I'm sounds crazy, but I'm actually very shy and I don't connect with people and talk to people very much. Um, so for me, cosplay has been a way to like, just have that conversation started to get to know people like, Oh, Hey, we're dressed as the same thing. What did you like about this? What'd you like about this? Oh, cool. You're a cool person. Let's be friends now, you know? Um, so I really enjoy that. And I think that's a really, um, encouraging thing to hear because there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are really scared to get involved in the cosplay community because they don't know anybody. Um, and they right. want to know how to make friends. And you just wrapped it up in a nutshell that, you know, you see somebody who you're cosplaying as or you like their cosplay mm-hmm. and just talk to mm-hmm. them about it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's I've met some of my best friends through cosplay. And I think it's a wonderful way to meet people. And most nerds are pretty cool when you get to know them. So, yeah, most <laughs> of them. Uh, Except for Jess here. 
Right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> She's her. amazing. No, no, we love you. <laughs> You're not cool. You're amazing. Okay. I know I'm not cool. I'm really not. <laughs> no, you're like the coolest. Okay, um, so. and I'm just gonna skate by that. Um, no. So, uh, what is your favorite part about? Oh no, I already asked you a favorite part about putting together cosplay. Uh, what was uh the now hardest? Who's cool. I know. I never claimed to be cool. I'm like the least hip person. Will's taking a picture right now or something. <laughs> um, what is your uh, – I bet I'm making some weird-ass face. Uh, what is the um, – what was the most challenging skill to pick up, do you think? Oh, um, honestly, for me – I'm still tr- struggling to work with foam, mm. and uh, I, I do all my armor builds are all plastic uh, because obviously I travel a lot and plastic lasts longer. But there's certain things that are just easier to build with foam because it has thicker dimensions, or you're like, oh, this would be so much easier if it was foam because then you wouldn't have to do it out of plastic and blah blah blah. And I just can't wrap my head around it. And I'm like, how do people do this? It's baffling to me. Yeah, it's a fickle um, mistress. <laughs> Yes, it so is. that and and then honestly, I've struggled with um, makeup quite a bit, and it's really just been like the last year that I feel like I've actually finally gotten kind of a grasp on what I'm doing as far as making my face not look hideous. So, oh, you don't have a hideous face though. It's a very handsome. You have a very face. handsome face. Uh, speaking of the makeup, actually, we have a question mm-hmm. from Stellar Corona. Um, yes. And the question is, what are your favorite contouring resources for male costumes? Uh, that is a really good question. There is, um, if you Google it, there's um, a resource that came up for me when I first started doing like male contouring a couple years ago. And I, I should know because everyone asked me, but I forget the cosplayer's name who did it, but it's the first one that will come up. And uh, that's where I started. And basically, you're just shading your cheeks and uh, <coughs> your chin and stuff. Um, but for me, a lot of it was just practice and coming up with the right, uh, you know, knowing my facial structure and uh, where to blend stuff. <coughs> yeah, practice is probably the most important part of that kind of of that kind of craft, of the makeup craft, because. You know, you can look up all the tutorials you want. Would you like a cough drop? Yeah, I could, sorry. I could, I could phase one through the phone for you. Hours. Thank you. I would appreciate. That. Okay. All right. No, well, um, it was. I was outside at Aston last week. I picked up a nice cold, so now I'm like, Ugh. oh no, Con Dying. cried. Con cried's the worst. <laughs> I felt so bad at C2E2 because I was the one with the con crud. And I was so paranoid about passing it on to people because I didn't want to be that person. I was constantly, like, carrying, like, hand sanitizer, washing everything in my hotel room. Like, took, like, two showers Mm -hmm. a day sometime. I'm like, none of you are getting sick because of me. Yeah. Right. It's very responsible of you. That would be the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, mine was just um, being out in the the wind and the rain last weekend was not uh, kind to my finances. And I'm like, oh, I'm paying for it. Oh, no. I'll bet. Plus, it's it's crazy allergy season right now so it doesn't help the mm-hmm. cold so yeah definitely yeah. that nasal yeah. drip is just yummy 
Um. <laughs> uh, what's in there is don't stand in the rain and cold for pictures. No, right? That's a bad idea. You you heard it here first. Don't stand in the cold and rain for pictures. No matter how fucking fabulous you look. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So you've done. You've done a lot of solo cosplays. You've also done a considerable amount mm-hmm. of group cosplays. What are some of your favorite mm-hmm. group cosplays that you've done? Oh. Um, I really enjoy... <coughs> uh, sorry. Um, a lot of my Dragon Age cosplays, I enjoy doing the Dragon Age groups. Um, <coughs> I think my favorite group cosplay that I've done so far... <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Oh, You're okay. <laughs> um, I think my favorite group cosplay that I've done so far has been our. Um, we did a Thor Ragnarok group. Ooh, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was obviously I do Loki, and then we had Thor and Valkyrie and Hela and the Grandmaster and Bruce Banner, nice. and uh, everybody in the group was just amazing. And, you know, sometimes you get groups where not everybody is committed and they're kind of like, oh, I'll do it maybe. And this group was all super committed. We all got along. We were all like, oh, this is a terrible idea. We should definitely do this. <laughs> and I was just like, this is wonderful. And um, I think that's been my favorite group to do so far. Um, just because people were excited to see us. We were excited to just be together. We're like, yay, we're doing group things. Aww. And uh so I'm really hoping we can get that group back together again in the future. That's wholesome. Yeah. I think it was I think it was your Loki cosplay that got me to follow you mm-hmm. actually. I love your Loki cosplay. It's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So what drew you to Loki and what draws you to the the other characters that you cosplay? Mm, to Loki specifically, um I've been like a Loki fan since the very first Thor movie came out. And I really wanted to do some of his costumes, but I I didn't necessarily have the skill to do the costumes that I liked, and I didn't necessarily like the Dark World costumes. I know that's everybody's favorite Loki costume, but I was like, I don't really like it. And then when Ragnarok came out, um, initially I didn't like the costume designs, and then I watched the movie, and I really loved the story arc for Loki in the movie, because he goes from being just kind of a punk you're like, oh, you're actually like evolving and growing, and this is awesome. And uh, my my brother is actually Thor, and um, so we actually have this Thor Loki relationship going on. So we're like, okay, you be Thor, I'll do Loki, and we'll just go cosplay together, and <laughs> and then we can do get help. Um, yes, get so, help. Um, so doing Loki like. After Ragnarok, for me, was kind of like a dream build because I've been waiting for like six years to come up with a Loki design that I can do. Um, and I I really love being Loki. Um, and then as far as other costumes and characters, it's kind of a mix. Um, sometimes it's just I'm drawn to the personality or the character. Sometimes I'm like, I really love this costume, so I want to do it. Sometimes you just see something and you're like, yes, I need to cosplay this. For no other reason than I want to wear that, you know, <laughs> the aesthetic. So, um, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I have a specific thing that um, draws me to the characters or not. Um, sort of a, a mix of things. 
Yeah, I'd say it's a mix of things. Personality, how they present themselves, but a lot of it's the costuming too. So, um, what would you say is the most satisfying thing for you about uh, both putting together and wearing a cosplay? Uh, just, you know, having it done and <laughs> looking in the mirror and going, I, I made this, uh, you know, I did this. And then um, having other people go, oh, you look really cool and wanting to take your pictures. And then, you know, meeting and hanging out with other people in the fandom. Um, because to me, that as a, as a cosplayer, as someone who, you know, struggles with, like, anxiety of, oh, I'm not going to be good enough, that just kind of validates all my effort that I put into something. So, And it's, it's encouraging, again, to hear, it sounds weird, it's encouraging to hear you say that you're someone who also has that anxiety of, oh, I'm not good enough, that fear of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. When you like, you guest at conventions, you judge cosplay contests, you, I've seen you guest at a hand, at several yeah. conventions. And so to hear someone who, and, and you, your work is always top notch. And so to hear mm-hmm. someone say, that's just so relatable to hear you say that. And, um, I, I just hope you know how much you are appreciated. Well, that means a lot to me. Thank you. Of course. Um, yeah. So you have guested at a lot of conventions, and mm-hmm. um, the, I think that is that's where I found out that you do a lot of plastic work with your cosplay, um, mm-hmm. and because you were at you, you have all of your cos when you table, you tend to have your cosplay there on display for people to see. So, yeah. uh, could you yeah. talk about your um, plastic work? How did you get started sure. with that? Um. Well, honestly, I started doing plastic stuff. Um, I'm a member of the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. And uh, to become a member, you have to make your armor. Um, if you're unfamiliar with that, it's essentially the Boba Fett, the customized Boba Fett Costume Club. Um, and we have to meet certain standards, like the 501st Rebel Legion, to get into it. Um, and one of the standards is you have to build your armor out of a thermoplastic. Um, you can't use, like, foam. So... I had actually founded the club for a couple years and then following them on like Facebook and social media. And I'm like, this looks really amazing. There's no way I'm ever going to be able to build something that that's that cool. And then I found out that there is a local Michigan chapter. And I went and I talked to one of the, the guy who ran the local chapter uh, at a con. And he was like, Oh no, you can do it. Like, I didn't think I could do it. You can do it. And blah, blah, blah. Just come out to one of our, you know, group building sessions and come and see what we do and then see if you can do it and I'm like okay I'll go I'll see and um I went and everybody was like amazing they were really helpful um they were like showing me what I needed what tools I needed what plastics I needed and I'm like this isn't actually that hard so I went home and I bought the tools I needed and I bought the plastic I needed and I started working with it and I was like you know this is actually not that difficult (laughs) um so I started there and then um, my first set of armor was, like, super simple, and I just kind of built up from there and, uh, you know, started working with different plastics because you can't – not all plastics form the same. So, you know, different plastics are different things that you want. Right. Um, you know, Terraflex, Sintra, Wardlaw, that sort of thing, um, and just kind of built up what I do from there. So 
That's yeah. We haven't had anybody talk about thermoplastics on here really very much over the last year. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool to hear. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, uh, oh, other question about uh, mm-hmm. conventions. What are some of mm-hmm. your uh, favorite con memories? Oh, uh, definitely meeting all the various people that I have met. Um, I did I did a giant Marvel group at C2E2 probably three or four years ago now, and there were probably like 20 of us in the group, all doing the MCU costumes, and uh, we, we were all kind of like, okay, everybody meet at this place at this time, and then when we all got there, we ended up, there's so many people trying to take our photos that we ended up like having the traffic like jammed up, <laughs> and we're like, oh this is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that was like my, my 20 minutes of fame is the paparazzi there. Um, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that. Um, was it two years ago now? Three? Somewhere in there. Uh, I competed. I was able to compete at uh, C2E2 again uh, with my Skyrim kit. And I actually won the armor division, which um, is supposedly the hardest division there other than, like, the top tier. Um, so wow. that was, like, that was insane. I remember um, being on stage for that, and they, they, you know, were counting off the winners, and I'm like, oh, I'm never, you know, they start with third and go to second, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get third. I'm not going to place, blah, blah, blah. And then they they said, um, you know, the Dova King, which is my character, and I'm like, Wait a minute. I'm and sorry. I had to, like, actually, like, look down the line of cosplay to make sure there wasn't another one on stage. And be like, is that actually me? And, and I walked up to, like, get my medal, and, and the guy is like, are you okay? You need to sit down? And I'm like, I'm okay. So, um, I think, I think so. that was definitely a favorite memory. Um, can, and, yeah, just uh, you... meeting all the people that I've met. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, I run into uh, people that I follow online that I'm like, you guys are amazing. And uh, we actually, like, geek out over each other. We're like, oh, my gosh, you look so cool. Mm. Uh, and definitely enjoy those moments. Yeah, that's always exciting. So. We don't get a whole lot of people who come on here and they talk about doing cosplay cons, especially at the bigger cons. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through a little bit how the process was to enter that cosplay contest and... Like, what's some sure, of the prep work sure. you had to do for the competition? Um, different costume contests are all different. Um, smaller conventions are usually, uh, you know, you sign up the day of, or sometimes they'll have to sign up online, uh, and then you walk across the stage, and it'll either be based on, like, audience, uh, how much they like you, you know, if they cheer for you, or it'll be based on a panel of judges' decision on how well you built the costume. It just depends on the convention. Um, if you're going to a bigger convention, like say, you know, Ace and C2E2, something like that, um, you're going to have to sign up and do like a pre-sign up. Most of them will do like, you'll have to send in pictures of your costume, you know, and, and proof that you made it, um, in kind of a, uh, also a picture of like what the costume is supposed to look like. So they have something to compare it to. So they will weed out the entrance and then, uh, let you know if you had, it got in or not. Um, a lot of the bigger ones, like um, C2E2, has a cap. I think of it. I think it's 50 people total for the costume contest. Between uh, the year I did, we had like five categories. 
So um, there were 50 people. There weren't 50 people. There were like 39 of us between the, the five categories. Um, and then for bigger conventions, you'll go the day of. Usually most costume contests are held on Saturday. So they'll have pre-judging, which is, you know, where you go and you'll talk to the judges and they'll have a chance to like poke at you and be like, okay, did you make this? How did you make this? You know, why did you make this like this? that sort of thing, and you can kind of explain your creation process to them, and they can see it in person. And then you will get to the actual costume contest, um, and they'll have you line up, and you go and you wait backstage forever, <laughs> which is the best part. Oh, God, yeah, it's not nerve-wracking <laughs> and, at all. Uh, um, then you'll get your, you know, your five minutes of stardom as you get to walk across the stage. And uh, depending on what... Um, what convention you're doing sometimes they'll let you do like a five-minute presentation sometimes you'll have a pre-written presentation that one of the judges will read as you're walking uh that sort of thing and then you'll uh you'll get to do your walk and then you'll go off and, and more waiting backstage and then um most of the time uh they will already have prejudged you so they'll already know the results so it's pretty quick after everybody's done their presentation um, at certain costume contests that I've done, the bigger ones, sometimes they also will grade you on like how well your presentation goes or um, your stage presence when you're doing your walk. Hmm. So sometimes it'll take a little bit longer. Um, and then, you know, they'll, they'll usually call everybody back out and announce, you know, third, second, first, and then grand prize and stuff. So they're, they're a lot of fun to do. I've actually met some really amazing people through them. Um, one of my friends who does a lot more competing than I do, uh, has says that her favorite part of competing is just being backstage and being able to like see all the amazing cosplayers and talk to all of them mm. and figure out how they built their stuff and learn from them, which is, is definitely really cool. Um, so it's, it's a fun experience if you get a chance to do it, but it can also be like nerve wracking. Um, and if you're like me and you have anxiety, it's like, ah, it's <laughs> so. your internal monologue. <laughs> yeah. Internal yeah. screaming. Uh, I, I tend to bring like a handler with me because I also have bigger costumes. So I'm like, I can't move that well. Um, and then I just have that person like talk to me and be like, it's going to be okay. We're going to talk yeah. about the weather or we're yeah. going to talk about the last episode of whatever, you know, instead of focusing on the, ah, so much. So. That's great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we haven't really talked about that on here. So thanks. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, much. I don't know. I don't know if I would think that was much different than I thought it would be. But it's definitely interesting to hear that perspective. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. For sure. I, I think that honestly, like the most interesting part is like the fact that you bring up that you can see all of the other competing cosplayers and just kind of hang out mm -hmm. with them backstage. I yeah. think that sounds really wonderful and you can just learn from them. And that's, that's definitely one of the, the coolest parts, you know, because um, I, I think there's a lot of, especially when you get into the, I don't want to say hierarchy of cosplay, <laughs> but when you get into the higher levels yeah. of cosplay, the people who actually compete a lot, there there is a lot of, you know, competition, like, well, yeah. I'm better than you are and that sort of thing. And I, I think people need to remember that, you know, we're all nerds. Mm -hmm. We're all doing this because we want to have fun and dress up and pretend to be somebody else. Right. And um, for me, it's very easy to look at somebody who's obviously better than me and be intimidated by them. Yeah. Um, 
But the fact is, most of the time when I've actually gone up and talked to them, they're just as nerdy as I am. And they're like, you look awesome. And we actually have a conversation and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think cosplay needs to be more focused on the fact that we're all here to have fun. And most of us are really cool people and just want to have fun with everybody else. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I was at um, the little after party thing um, for the cosplay mm-hmm. competition this year at C2E2 mm-hmm. to um, meet up with some people and... Uh, Kimpatsu was there and I yeah. went up to talk to her for a bit and you mm-hmm. know I I thought she would just be like you know this goddess of a woman you know? <laughs> <laughs> which she is right. um, but like she was so sweet and down to earth and I was just sitting there thinking like you know well why wouldn't I think that she's going to be like that she's just a nerd mm-hmm. and you know we're just here to have fun and yeah she has a lot more obviously experience um, and mm-hmm. know-how than I do at creating this stuff but like you know she was just so genuinely kind of friendly and i think that most people should be like that you know it it makes sense that they would be um what are some of your uh some builds that you have coming up that you've been working on and or what are and or what are some recent builds that you've debuted recent builds right um well i just mostly got out of con crunch for ASIN. Um So I just did, um, like I mentioned, I did um, Shakespeare. So I did Hamlet, and then we had a Horatio and a couple others. So that was a lot of fun. Um, most of the people didn't know who we were. We got a lot of Game of Thrones. but um, Understandable. See, that's, that's kind of a good subtitle for Hamlet anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, it is. So, yeah. um, so we were like, no, we're just cool people and they were like okay you look really cool um and then oh man what else did i do um i just did runan from the dragon prince the netflix show um and he was a crunch for ace and i built him in like a month (laughs) but he was uh he was very interesting because i've never done uh the elves in that show have horns and i've never done anything like that so it was very interesting trying to figure out how to do those. Um, and in the end, I was like, this isn't working. I'm just going to buy a pair. <laughs> so I bought a pair of horns and I modified them. And I'm like, you know what? This works. Sometimes that's um, just how it be. And I, I, again, that's that's something I, I do want to say as an aside is I think a lot of people put the emphasis on you have to make every single part of your costume. And that's not necessarily true mm-hmm. because, right. like, the point is to have fun. And if there's something that, you know, maybe you tried it and it didn't turn out as well as you wanted it to, there's nothing wrong with, like, buying something and modifying it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or, you know, uh, commissioning it. And as long as you're having fun, that's all that really matters. I agree. Um, There can be a certain sense of elitism about making costumes, but there shouldn't be. We're just mm -hmm. here to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, sorry, that, that was an off-track rabbit trail. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so let's see. Um, and then I just we did um casual versions of the Calypso twins from Borderlands Three for Asen. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm gonna be starting like the actual version of Troy to get yes. them done for Dragon Con. Um, 
so I'm really excited about that. But uh, when I initially told my girlfriend that we were going to do them, the only thing we had was like the screen caps from yep. like the yep. chest up and yep. we're like we have no idea what they look like mm-hmm. so let's just do casual versions and it actually went over really well and people knew who we were so i was excited about that the hype um, for borderlands 3 is real and i love it i love that I'm you did casual so versions <laughs> I, i'm really I excited wait. to see all of your photos from dragon con because um i'm part of the border fam too and all of my border uh, fam is yeah. going to be there and mm-hmm. I'm so jealous of anybody that gets to go to Dragon Con and go see them because I, I love everybody in the Borderlands family. Um, and right? y'all, y'all are going to just oh, take so such excited. awesome photos and have such a great time. And hopefully I'll be there next year. But um, until then, I will yes, live right? vicariously through you. Okay. Well, I'll make sure I share them everywhere. Please do. Yes. <laughs> and then I think my other major project right now is uh, I'm working on Alistair from Dragon Age, and he's I have like all the soft parts done. I'm just actually working on the armor, so gonna get him done. And then I think I think that's it for the Hopefully summer. Hopefully that's and, it. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. I've got a couple. Yeah, mainly trying to get everything done for Dragon Con. And then um, we're going to start working on Captain Fun stuff. Honestly, yep. I'm, like, really impressed that you're doing the Calypso Twins while doing anything else. Because, like, I know firsthand how hard it is and how time-consuming it is to do Borderlands cosplays. And, I'm trying right? to, like, throw together a swim Lilith for uh, Colossal Con in a few days. And, like, even right? that is just, like, oh, my God, it's so much cel-shading. <laughs> like, my, my friends will it message really me is, and be like, yeah. how is it? Um, it's cel-shading hell. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I no, I, I left out. Otherwise known and, as hell shading. Uh, I do. <gasps> I do the building, so I make the actual costumes, and then uh, my girlfriend actually does the cell shading because she's an oh. artist, and she's like, "Oh, this is super easy." And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Can she do my cell shading? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'm. I'm having like it's. It's such a even. Even then, it's still such a process to do, like, the costume, even just the costume for Borderlands stuff, because you have to think about, like, okay, mm-hmm. but it's going to look different when I'm done, and you have to have that vision right, in mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, like... And, and the, the twins are fun, too, because they haven't actually released, like, full-scale models of them They yet. haven't, yeah. <laughs> so you've got a little bit of license right now. Yeah. It's interesting seeing what people are coming out with for the Borderlands stuff with just screen caps that they have going on. Because um, even even though I haven't started, I've I've been trying to figure out how to do Lilith, and it's like, but it's just screen caps, and it's like, well, guess I'm just gonna right. probably guess on some of this stuff. So, but y'all have been doing I'm a great hoping job. <laughs> more is coming out, you know, as we get closer to the release date, they'll they'll yeah. release more. Yeah, Borderlands is one of those great games and communities in general that just really mm-hmm. think about their cosplayers. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, if you saw, I don't know if you saw uh, the live stream, but they featured a bunch of, like, cosplayers mm-hmm. and their art and stuff before they did oh, yeah. the panel yeah. and, and whatnot, and they'll release actual guides for cosplayers on, you know, like, they just did that for yeah, the yeah. Vault Hunters. Yeah, no, they, they released um, the Vault Hunter guides mm-hmm. already, so yeah. I'm like, yay, yeah. where are the twins? Yes, I know, right? I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, yay, where's Lilith? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. Yeah, 
it's it's they're a very very cool game, uh, nice. especially towards their mm-hmm. fans. It's very you awesome. know, and I, I really appreciate there there are certain you know um, fandoms and groups that acknowledge their fandoms and and cater towards them and are very opening to them, and I'm I'm so appreciative of them because there are also you know groups that are like, no, you can't cosplay from this. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll make it as hard as we can for you, and I think that's just like. Why would you do that? Why would you Asinine. sit down free advertising? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it and it creates like a lot of hype behind the game, especially when mm-hmm. you've got these big influencer cosplayers, especially like even you know the the smaller ones and stuff. And they're creating all of this hype for your game, being like, guys, like I'm so mm-hmm. excited about this thing that's coming out. And and really, if you think yeah, about exactly. it, that's just what games are. Is just like it's just an appreciation of pop culture, and it's just something mm-hmm. that everybody mm-hmm. loves, right. and the creators love it. Just you know, as much as we do sometimes, and um, it's it's like really cool seeing it from like the whole um, like Borderlands group, just really mm-hmm. appreciating everybody that is involved in it, even right. if we're just cosplayers, right? Just yeah, artists. definitely. Um, we have a few more questions that we need to start wrapping up. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you had said you had mentioned Alistair before, and yes. um, we have a question from Nico the Fet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his question is this: Why does Alistair look ninety percent gorgeous, and then he chooses that damn odd facial hair <laughs> with two question marks? <laughs> That's a good question, Nico, and I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my official answer on that. Or giving an answer. I think that the the beard is like Chantry style, and just all the all the guys from the Chantry have that beard because like Cullen does, and a lot of the other guys do. Too, so. There you go, man. <clears throat> it all works. Um, <laughs> That's the sure. best we got for you. Yep. There you go, Nico. You happy? Are you happy now? I don't think he's ever happy. Uh, also factual. Um, so uh, I did want to – I know this is like, you know, wedging this in at the end of the episode. And I would love mm-hmm. to come back to this on a future episode um, in like a mm-hmm. panel setting. But um, would you uh, just give some bullet points or touch briefly on your experience as a trans person in the cosplay community and what that's been like? Sure. Um it's hard to set it up in bullet points. Wait, man, I know. Or just you know a loose, a loose part, smattering it's, of it's points. It's been very positive, um, at least for me personally. Um, it was uh, difficult coming from the west side of the state. There's very heavy um, Catholic. It's the Bible Belt of Michigan. Oh yeah. So not everybody um, accepts what you are over here, um, and. Conventions are one place you can go and just be yourself, and everybody just accepts that. Um, and being able to go and be myself at conventions and, uh, you know, be open to other people and be like, nope, this is, you know, what I am, who I am. They're very welcoming and positive there. Um, the, the trans community within cosplay is very, uh, very positive. Most of them uh, support each other are like, oh, you know, you want to do this as opposed to this to look more, you know, masculine or feminine. And uh, there's there's very good support that way. Um, and it's just been very positive for me, um, personally. Um, 
I don't know. I have too much to say <laughs> on that without like sitting down and thinking on my bullet points. Yeah, no. But um, it's just it's been very positive, and you know, people are very welcoming, much more I feel at conventions than at least in my normal everyday life to life. So, um, I'm very thankful for that. Okay, I'm so glad it's been a positive experience. Uh, because it, it's very easy to, like you said, in, in like everyday life, you know, it can get, mm-hmm. you know, you can get bogged down and especially coming oh, from yeah. like the Bible Belt of Michigan, like, holy mm-hmm. cow. Um, but it, I'm glad that the community has been very supportive. Um, mm-hmm. and that's been a good experience for you. And, um, it seems like it's as a whole a general a, a generally really supportive place for the GSM mm-hmm. community, which I just learned it about. Is. I just learned about the GSM acronym earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned about it. Matchstick taught me about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I'd like her to just define it for the listeners briefly. Um, so I learned it from my friend Maddie, and it stands for gender and sexual minority, which I personally prefer to LGBTQ plus because number one, it's mouthful, and number two, um, it, it's uh, you know, like the plus I feel like doesn't really mm-hmm. fully encompass everything else that's you know part of the GSM community and within the acronym GSM you can just kind of like be under it and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yay. So, thank, you for, Yay. thank you for defining for Terms. our listeners. Yay. Learn something new every day. The more uh, you know. But yeah, we would love to um, we're really interested in having an episode um, like a roundtable sort of discussion on mm-hmm. um, GSM issues in the cosplay community. So we'd love to have you back for that. Um, yeah, or for anything about like you know thermoplastics, <laughs> I'd like to know more about that. That seems yes. very interesting. Um, so uh, two more br- real quick questions. We're like way over time, <laughs> but I'm fine with it because this has been real good. Um, real quick, uh, one: uh, what is some advice that you would give to a beginning cosplayer just starting out? Uh, it's for fun. You know, uh, too many people get caught up in the you know, and I'm guilty of it too. Get caught up in that. I, I have to make something new because I have to make something new, and uh, it's not what it's about. It, it's about having fun, about making friends. Um, you know, my my personal goal, the past year and a half, has just been to make more friends within the community. Um, you know, and get to mo- know more people. And honestly, I've had more fun the past year and a half doing cosplay than I have at any point in time just because I've gotten to know so many more cool people and we're friends now. And I'm like, Hey, I talked to this person. I know this person. They're amazing. And, uh, just do stuff like that. And yes, have fun. Don't overwhelm yourself. You know, it doesn't all have to be, you know, you don't have to make it all. You can't make it all. Buy it. You know, there's, there's no shame in, in buying a costume just because you don't have the, the XP points and something to make it yourself. Um, and yeah, mostly just have fun because that's what we're here doing. Absolutely. That's great advice. Um, and I think more of us should take that to heart for sure. Um, and finally, Will has one last Mm -hmm. question that he asks of everyone who comes on our show. So, uh, especially for you, because you do a lot of armor cosplays. When you're wearing like a mm-hmm. full armor cosplay, how do you mm-hmm. pee? 
Uh, with great difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the simplest answer yet today. I love that you were so quick on that. You knew it was coming. <laughs> it sucks. Um, there, there are actually a couple of costumes that I have that I know I cannot get out of to pee. So I'm like, well, okay. Um, but with a lot of the armor costumes, I've, I've had that problem. And now I have started designing them so I can get out of them to actually use the restroom. Because it is important uh, when at a convention that you are able to go to the restroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you could just be dumb like me and not drink water. It's a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah, I tried that and I almost passed out. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> no, that. no. It's, it's a really bad decision and I regret it every time. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not great. No. <laughs> um, well, on that note... Uh, we are going to wrap things up. So uh, could you just go ahead and let us know, remind us where we can find you on the Internet? Absolutely. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram uh, under Chaotic Neutral Cosplay uh, in both places. It's very simple. Excellent. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. How about you, Matchstick? Mm-hmm. Where can we find you? You can mostly find me on Instagram unless you want to find my Twitter that talks about my 1 a.m. grilled cheese. <laughs> Always 1 a.m. grilled cheese. It's, just, it's the only tweet that's on there is about my 1 a.m. grilled cheese. So. <laughs> grilled cheese tastes as good at 1 on 1 a.m. That's true. Well, yeah, it's, it's the best when you're just being a huge hermit on a Friday night and like some grilled cheese. You know, I learned something the other day about grilled cheese. If you like make it with, with dill pickles in the middle, uh-huh. And then dip it in ketchup. Uh-huh. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. You want some grilled cheese? Well, just come to my Twitter. It's really good, actually. It sounds disgusting, but it's really yummy. You heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, where can we find you? You currently cannot find me on Facebook because um, <laughs> Facebook does not like me and we have feeding. But <laughs> um, I am on Instagram at Willow's Pizza and I'm going to return back to Twitter so you can find me at succubitious underscore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and on Facebook at uh, Kiki Elise Cosplay. And you can find the Cosplay Confidential Podcast on Facebook at Cosplay Confidential Podcast and on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential. And you can hear us on uh, through the Podcast Detroit Network on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere fine podcasts are heard. So once again, from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Matchstick. I'm Will. And who are you? I'm Chaotic Neutral Cosplay. <laughs> Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love.